think I existed before the age of eight. Hello and welcome to the Traveling Thoughts podcast. Uh, hello there, old friend. Um, I know, I know. When I said next week, I was lying. I meant next month. Um, it is now July. How did that happen? I don't know. But I hope you're getting vaccinated. <laughs> I got my first jab recently. My arm was kind of sore. But other than that, I was pretty good. Um, I hope yours have gone as smoothly if you have gotten vaccinated. Um, but yeah, I hope you're doing well. The weather has been up and down. I know I talk about the weather each time, but the weather dictates my mood a lot. Um, you know, we had a few rainy spells here in the UK, but then it would be surprisingly warm. So the humidity doesn't work well for me. Like, I don't understand. Uh, but moving on from that, I am going to talk about memories. So I'm, I'm going to start off with a little story because uh, I don't think I've ever told this to anyone, but it's weird because I, I, I don't understand it either. So I have this very vivid memory of being in nursery in the classroom and um, it... <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. So I'm doing like arts and craft and it's just, you know, a, a little table desk uh, just for two people and I'm sitting next to a girl. I don't really recognize her, but I, I think she might have been like a childhood, like my toddler best friend or something like that. And we're using scissors. They kind of look like child safe scissors, but what do I know? And we're cutting away, just like cutting shapes and things like that. But for some reason, in this memory, I have this strange, uh, I, I don't know what I, I did, but I, I, like, chopped her finger. Now, I don't know if I chopped her finger off, but obviously she cried and she ran to tell the teacher, and I hid under the table as if that would hide me. But, now, I am pretty sure this is a dream, because first of all, unacceptable behaviour, what am I doing trying to chop off? a kid's finger using child safe scissors. I don't I don't even think that's possible. Um but she cried and uh, she's supposed to be my friend. But also I'm not an evil child. That sounds like psychopathic behavior that needs to be checked out. Um yeah, I I think I skipped the whole cruelty to animals thing and just went straight to humans, but yeah, I don't think that was real. But it's so vivid and scary so it feels like it's a repressed memory that I've suddenly started to remember. But again, I'm pretty sure that if I did attempt or successfully chop a child's finger off, there would have been some consequence. I would have hoped. So I'm chopping this down to, yes, it was a dream, Emily, and you didn't actually chop a child's finger off as a child. But that's the thing. Sometimes I have very vivid dreams. But because I'm in this weird, like, am I hallucinating phase, I recall, well, later down the line, I, I will remember the dream, but I won't be able to remember if it was a dream or real life, because it's got that sort of fuzzy filter over it. And I am terrible with remembering things. Like, I don't think I was alive as a child, because I... 
I can't remember anything. And I know that sometimes your memories that you have are just memories of the last time you recalled that memory, if you understand what I mean. Like, what I'm remembering now is the last time I tried to remember this moment. So it's kind of like a game of Chinese whispers, where each time you try and remember a memory, it can go a little fuzzy and details seem to blur, or you might just end up lying to yourself and the whole memory is just distorted. So each time you try and remember, you might accidentally miss out a detail or completely change it, and so it just becomes more inaccurate, which is kind of terrifying, because like I said, you know, I have very strange dreams, and sometimes they're on the on the edge of being the cusp of being too realistic, and also that never happened. So, like, I I have I can't fact check these things because they're so small, but I remember them in a lot of detail, and it feels weird. But I I think it's safe to say I did not chop anyone's finger off, um, and. Uh, I I wasn't a, an evil child, I hope. <laughs> but, like, another memory I have is, so on my first birthday, like, do do people remember when they were, like, one years old or a toddler? Like, do, they, do you remember certain memories? Because I don't think I do. So I know that for my first birthday, I had a Teletubbies cake. So it was like a round cake. I think it said happy first birthday or something like that and it had the four Teletubbies on it. At the time I think my favourite was Poe. Later on it changed to Lala but uh, it was Poe. Um, and I have this memory of like being held by my mother like over the cake going oh look it's your cake and then one of my brothers whispering into my ear that he's going to eat Poe first and as a child that's you know, I was distraught. That's horrible. Why would you do that to me? It's my birthday. And I end up crying. Now, I don't know if that's a real memory or not, because I don't trust that I do remember my first birthday. Now, the only reason I know for sure that I had a Teletubbies cake was through pictures. So, when I think about it, do I make things up because I see a photo and that sort of somewhat triggers a memory, but I I just fill in the gaps with my own educated guess. Uh, but this this memory sp- feels real to me. I'm pretty sure I did cry. I feel like I remember being held over this cake and thinking, yeah, this is a good cake. And then crying because my brother was going to eat my favourite, or well, the part that I wanted. Which was also weird, because if Poe was my favourite, did I really want to eat Poe? Do you eat your favourite character? <laughs> Sounds a bit um traumatic. But yeah, so memories are weird, right? I feel like my memory has deteriorated. Oh my goodness, I can't say it. Deteriorated. Is that too many syllables? Too many R's? Deteriorated. Uh, you know what I mean. It, it's gotten to shit. Um... I think with modern technology, you can just search things up. You don't really need to remember things. So my short-term memory is horrendous. I can barely remember like four-digit codes 
But I felt like before I was way better at remembering these things. And I think that's partly because in school, when you're studying, you have to remember these things. But when I went to university, a lot of my exams were open book. So I didn't have to remember very specific things. As long as I understood the concepts, then I could use my notes to remember things or remind myself of things. So yeah, I don't feel like I exercise my memory very much. And like I said, my childhood memories are a blur. Maybe somewhere in there, there's just a lot of repressed memories, but yeah, I I just can't remember these things. I guess it just, none of it was important. <laughs> uh, and I only remember things, or actually, I don't even think I remember it, but I create the memories based off of what like my family tell me. So if someone tells me a story of what happened when I was a kid, I will paint the picture for myself and store it as a memory, even though I don't remember it happening. But I was there, right? So it should it should still count, right? Um, so yeah, a lot of my memories of my childhood or as a child, I think it's just me like filling in the gaps, creating my vision of what my childhood was like um but yeah I mean I th- I remember no I don't think I remember anything actually <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty bad I remember holidays and things like that you know because those are fun events um and they're not very long so I just remember you know key moments but other than that it's a struggle for me to recall things and it's not just memories in terms of like like my childhood or what happened last week or you know those things. I could watch a movie, like go and pay to see a movie for like two well, I mean movies are three hours long now. Um and not remember what happened in the film, but I, I feel it. I felt it. I felt the movie. I could see what they're trying to do, but if you told me to um like to recall very specific scenes, I probably won't be able to. I'll have to watch it again. And there's no guarantee that if I watched it again, like watched it again, that I would still remember what happened. And I've I've seen you know, I'm a repeat movie watcher. Because, you know, sometimes I, I like the feeling of the movie. Or it's like lighthearted and I need something light that I I don't need to focus on because I kind of already know what's gonna happen. So it's nothing new. But it's a little refresher because there's probably parts that I forgot and now I can relive it. Um, But yeah, I I just... I have a memory of a goldfish, apparently. And I'm terrible with song lyrics, too. Now, the thing is with song lyrics is I... You know if, like, you've heard a song quite a lot but you never really focused on the lyrics. So when you try and sing it, you kind of know what the song is about. So you start replacing the missing words with your own like educated guess and because you're so stuck in your ways like this is how you've been singing it but it's the wrong lyrics when it comes to actually singing along with the song you you just you can't correct yourself because you know it's too late for that so I do that a lot where I change the whole line of the song because I think it fits um apparently I'm a songwriter and I think I'm better than the original artist. 
I'm terrible with lyrics. I could listen to a song every day and still not know the lyrics. Particularly, like, I love Disney songs. And there's a lot of lyrics in them. It's storytelling. I won't be able to remember the lyrics just by listening. And maybe it's because I'm more of a visual learner. So if I actually want to learn the lyrics, I will look them up and learn them. I need to see the words so I can map the words out to the song. So when it comes to things like um, TV shows, you know, like the opening theme song, because I usually watch shows with subtitles on, I will learn the opening song or theme song through the subtitles. And so, yeah, I know the lyrics to Big Bang Theory because I used to like read it on screen as it was playing. So the only way I'll remember is if I've actively looked up the lyrics. But, you know, if I haven't sung it in a while, you know, I I need to at least know a line of a song to remember it again. You know, I need to jog my memory. So if I've practiced really hard to learn the lyrics of a song, but haven't sung it in a while, I need to like trigger that memory again and suddenly it will just naturally come out. Yeah, it sucks because I know people who are so good with lyrics, like they could listen to the song once and then suddenly they just know all the words. In fact, they don't even need to listen to the song. Someone else could just be singing it to them and suddenly they'll just remember it. So yeah, I do have a slight worry that in the next 10 years, I won't remember anything that happened in my teens because that, that was like the previous decade, right? So I'm, twen- I'm in my 20s now. In my 30s, I won't remember what happened before the age of 20. Even now, I'm struggling to remember like things that have happened in school. And you know, every time I try and remember like a, a secondary school teacher's name, it's just, it's weird. It just feels so foreign to me. Yeah, uh, I should probably do some memory exercises. <laughs> But another thing that I wanted to talk about is memories are really fickle things. Because, I mean, like I've already done, you could just make up memories and the more you kind of recall that memory, fake memory, it ends up feeling real. And I'm a bad liar. So if I have to lie, I will literally have to create the scene like I guess create the fake memories so that I can convince myself that it's real enough to go along with the lie I mean it's very dedicated if you ever played the game mafia I am I hate it I hate it I never want to be the mafia and I never have been the mafia thankfully like you can just kill me off straight away in round one I don't want to play this game um because I don't like lying (laughs) so in that sense I would have to fully pretend that I am a civilian and convince myself that I'm a civilian in order to lie um which you know it's a not a great example because you don't really need to create memories but yeah like I would pretend that if I had to pick a card it's the card of the civilian and it's vivid in my head You know, it's method acting. (laughs) I think that's what they call it. But yeah, it's kind of scary, right? 
that I don't know if some of the memories I have are real or not. Or they might have been a dream that is just so far in my mind palace that I can't distinguish if it's real or not. Um, I have quite a few of those, actually. Where it's just, I only just remember small glimpses. You know, like in movies, where they have those weird, like, flashbacks where you don't fully know what's happening, and it's only, like, you only see through almost, like, a peephole. The rest of the, the setting isn't really there, it's just blurry. But you can see the focus is on, like, a person or, like, a, an object or just a small moment. And that's all you can see. The rest is just doesn't exist. The detail hasn't been fully developed. It's essentially like that. So it feels like I'm lying to myself. <laughs> I can understand why people like to take photos and videos. I love um, the idea of, you know, like home tapes and home videos. We don't, I don't really have any of those. I have a lot of like baby pictures and pictures of when I was a child. Um, but then in my teenage years, I never really took pictures of myself. And like I've mentioned before, I still don't really take pictures. But the more I realise that I don't remember things that have happened, like last year, for example, it kind of makes me want to record things to remember so that I have a reference. It's captured in a photo and I can look back and say, oh, that's the day we did this, this and this. Oh, do you remember that? Um, but I find that I re remember really obscure and weird like moments in my life. And that if, if the person who was there doesn't remember it, it sounds like I'm going crazy because I can't be the only one who remembers this. But I mean, I'm sure it's happened to a lot of people where you're trying to convince the other person that it actually happened and that they were there. And the more they deny it, the more you think you're going crazy. When I was younger, I thought making scrapbooks was cute. Um, but again, it's a lot of effort because you actually have to print out photos. And it's kind of expensive to do. Especially if you don't have a printer at home. And then you have to make it look nice. The only th the thing that comes close to a scrapbook that I have is literally just like a plastic folder with like um, plastic sleeves in it and I just slot in all the pictures or miscellaneous things that are connected to a, a fun time in my life and I just like put it in there and every now and then I'll open it up and see little glimpses of my life. It could be you know the end of school productions, all those musicals and backstage pictures, um, just days out with friends back in the day, my first drawings. It's quite cute because I've dated some of my uh, drawings that I was like really proud of and I thought, oh, I'm going to remember this. So <laughs> they have dates on them, which is fun. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun to look back at those things. When I look at my childhood, like my baby photos and albums. I don't remember any of it, but I looked cute, so there's that. <laughs> so yeah, I do have to be thankful for technology for allowing me to record memories, otherwise I would question my existence, to be honest. <laughs> if I didn't have 
a picture, a video, or anything to remember my life, I would, I wouldn't have existed. I, I just, my life would have been a lie. No, it was never there. I never, I never was born. On my tombstone, it would just be like she lived a great life, and in my grave, I'd be like, really? Did I? What did I do? Hmm? Where's your evidence? Where's your proof? But luckily, you know, I, I have pictures and other people to remember me. Well, I guess, okay, so I guess you don't, you don't need pictures and videos as long as you live in the memories of other people, which is kind of like the film Coco. Um, but then when they, like, will they share my story? I don't have a story, so eventually no one will know who I am. That's fine. I'm already long gone. It's cool. But on the other side, I blame technology for my uh, lack of memory skills because I can just Google it most of the time. I mean, I don't need to remember certain facts. I can just go on the internet. We study all the time to remember things for exams and tests. But then when you go into the real world, the workplace, there are computers there. Just, just look it up. Another thing that fascinates me is muscle memory because obviously when I was younger in secondary school I would take part in the school musical and I was usually one of the dancers and so we would have multiple dancers to do to the different songs and thinking about it now I don't know how I remembered all the dances but obviously we rehearsed so we would have to remember it and it was muscle memory but for some reason, I thought of doing it now, I feel like I would fully struggle. Like I say my memory is really bad, but I think because I keep saying my memory is bad, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy in which, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't trust myself to remember anything anymore. But if I had to learn choreography for multiple songs, you know, a few rehearsals, I think I'll be able to remember it. Um, I should test out that theory, but this is very strange. And like recently, I've gotten into uh, bouldering again with, and I go with my sister uh, at least twice a week. And it's so interesting because there's always that fear of falling and the fear of heights. And even though like I've climbed this wall multiple times and it's also not that high up, like it's not that high up, honestly. I could just jump down from the top uh, safely, of course. But but it's like my body has to remind itself of that feeling again. So every time I get there, I have to, obviously, I start off easy. But it's just climbing up and I'm like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> this is a little scary. Eventually I get over it. But it's having to do that each time I go back. It's a bit odd. I'd, I would assume that my body would be used to it and would remember the feeling. But I guess it has, I mean, it's adjusting a lot better. And I'm getting better at climbing. But there's still in my head that little fear of like, oh, what if it's a bit too high? Um, but it hasn't changed. It's just it's just weird. Especially if, if you've taken a big break and then you come back and you're like, oh gosh. The fear of heights is, uh, is back and a lot stronger than before. Then again, I'm not scared of heights. I'm scared of falling. So it's very different. I love roller coasters because I, I trust that they're safe. Usually they are. There's rarely any accidents. I'm wary of new roller coasters and I would probably not go on them 
until I know they are tried and tested. And like standing over balconies, uh, I like to shake the barrier uh, to see how stable it is. It's also because I, I imagine what it would be like to fall and the pain of it and wondering if I'd survive. Yeah, that that's that's where my fear comes from. So yeah, muscle memory is a weird one. And I remember when I was younger in school, when we had like music class, we learned how to play In the Jungle from Lion King. And it was really basic on the piano. It was just like, in the jungle, the mighty jungle. Like it was literally just like five notes. And I used to just always... Um, it was just really fun to play. It was like 10 seconds long. <laughs> you just keep repeating it. And I would just kind of just do it on the table, you know, just tap my fingers to the song uh, as if I was playing the notes. And even to this day, I can still remember it because I was I just used to do it all the time. And it's like, if anyone knows the Cup song, that became popular because of Pitch Perfect and Anna Kendrick's. Everyone at school was doing the cup song. I was doing the cup song all the time. And especially when we were on school trips, we would just get our bottles, cups or whatever. And we would just like start doing the cup song in a circle. And then it's like a cult. The teachers would look at us like, what are you doing? And it gets a bit loud because everyone's just slamming down on the table. And it became like a really bad habit because I wouldn't even think about it. I would just end up doing it. And so I'd be in class and I'd just be tapping on the table, tapping really lightly on my leg. Um, the, the cup song. It was so, it was actually really bad because I couldn't get myself to stop. It was just like ingrained in my muscles. Um, and the only way I could get out of it is as soon as I started to like tap or clap as part of the song, I would just like break it by just randomly clapping like, I just do that, just like, just hit things around me just to break the rhythm of it. And so, yeah, eventually I managed to break the curse, the cycle of the cup song. It was something that I actually had to address. Like, I need to stop doing the cup song. And that that's how I did it. It's kind of like biting your nails. My habit was the cup song. <laughs> Which is kind of embarrassing, honestly. But yeah, do you have... Moments like that too, where you're not entirely sure if a memory is real or if you just made it up or if someone told you a story and now you think it's real. Like when someone tells you a story and now it's just the next time you remember the story, you think it actually happened, but it might not have. I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel like your memory is getting worse as you get older? I mean, that usually happens, right? As you age, your memory just becomes shit. But uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I should do some exercises to remember things better. I feel like my, my long-term memory is alright for certain things. Like, you remember really random facts, right? But for me, I remember only half of the fact. Which is kind of useless when it comes to pub quizzes because you're like, oh, I knew this. Uh, and then you just you just can't remember the rest. So it's like, oh, well, <laughs> that's that's very useful. Yeah, it's a weird one. I don't know. I, I kind of have this fear that I would, I'll forget what has happened in my youth by the time like I'm 80. Is 80 old? Oh, I don't want to be ageist but you know when I'm 80 I won't remember what happened before 
I was like 40. That's, uh, yeah. It, it's a real fear. If you have any tips or tricks to help stimulate my brain, my memory box, do let me know. And if you're suffering like me, then welcome to the club. Kinda wish we were like computers where we can, um, you know, clear out our storage, our memories, just delete certain things we don't need to remember, um, and then we can just replace it with the actual useful things. And when, when we don't need that anymore, we can just replace it again. Like, we, we could have been built better. <laughs> if only we had a computer for a brain, huh? That would be so much easier. Just insert some external hard drives just connected to my brain. Sounds like a Black Mirror episode. Probably already is a Black Mirror episode. You know, just... I can just store memories and leave it on a shelf and I'll come back to it. Just label them neatly. These are my memories from my 21st birthday. I don't need to remember that on a daily basis, so I'll come back to it. Simples. But yeah, this has been... What week are we on? Week six question mark question mark nope we are on week seven sorry about that week seven thing <laughs> but is it really week seven it's the seventh episode because you know i skipped almost an entire month i apologize for that but uh, i hope you had a happy june and you have a great july and that i do see you again this month Multiple times this month. I, I hope I see you next week. Not see, uh, speak to you again next week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have a lovely week until I speak to you next. Leave a review if you would like where reviews are left. Follow the podcast, share it with a friend or family or your co-worker, your neighbour, your dog anyone your parrot yeah uh, <laughs> i'll see you next time this has been traveling thoughts bye bye bye